Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and hey, Meve, plus you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. For me, Nicole Byer tries to figure out how I'm still single, even though I will clean out your fingernails. (laughs) (laughs) What a wild thing to say. My guest today, you know her. She drew BoJack Horseman. She also is the supervising producer. Yes, I'm BoJack Horseman. Sure. She created a new show for Netflix that's going to debut next year. And it stars the voices of Tiffany Haddish and Ali Wong. I mean, she got these talented women because she's so talented. Lisa! <laughs> Hannah, Hannah Walt. Hannah Walt. <laughs> Hannah Walt. <laughs> Hannah I like, Wang. I like practice saying it, <laughs> and I looked at it and I was like, Hannah, Hannah Walt, Hannah Walt, Hannah. It has like Hannah, it has Hannah least, Walt. It has too many syllables. Hannah Walt. <laughs> Did Hannah I say? Wang. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be me if I didn't fuck up someone's last name. <laughs> I had to do this thing for Netflix where it was. Um, I always called the TSAs, but it's the TCAs, the critics, uh, oh. the Television Critics Association. Yeah. They had me host it, which is like a very weird thing. Usually it's an exec who's like, here's our show. But I think they were like, let's have fun. So I did it. And then I had to introduce actors who all had very difficult names. Oh, no. That's my nightmare. And I butchered. Out of like maybe 40 names, I had to say, I said two correctly. Because <laughs> people get all upset if you mispronounce they their do. names. They take their names very seriously. Yes. So then before every name, I said, I'm so sorry if I say it wrong. <laughs> you could just scream out the correct and a pronunciation. And then a couple people did, and then I'd repeat it, and they'd be like, just move on. <laughs> we got to get through these. They're like, this is a seven-hour event, and you're making it longer. <laughs> oh, boy. Lisa, thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. I'm a big fan of this podcast. And I'm a big fan of you. You've been oh. very good to me. I like re- I put it out into the world that I wanted to get into um, voiceover work, and then... Oh. And then magically, I ended up doing a BoJack table read playing Angela Bassett, which was like the most fun. That's right. And then you guys just started like using me for little BoJack things. And then I got to do a bunch of Two Gun Birdie. Yeah, I think you are in every episode, if not uh, most I'm of them. I'm so excited to be Well, a you're part just of so it. good. Like you just come in and you have like a million different voices that you can just <laughs> pull up at the drop of a hat and you're delightful and funny. So that's all uh, anyone Lisa. could ever want. Thank you. 
welcome. Oh, it's a real treat. <laughs> so, Lisa. Yes. You are. Oh, I also forgot to mention, you have a podcast called Baby Geniuses. That's, that's also right. very funny. With Emily Heller. Yes. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I pride myself on having, like, tons of good credits for people. Just I so, love like, it. Up top, you're like, ooh, I guess I'll go listen to that or watch that. <laughs> anyway, so you're in a long, long-term relationship. I am. We are coming up on our 10-year anniversary. Dang, which is crazy. A decade. That's so long. That is such a long time. Yeah. Um, how did you guys meet? I uh, So he was roommates with Raphael Bob Waxberg, who mm-hmm. is one of my close friends and the creator of BoJack. And uh, I went to – I actually had a crush on Adam from afar because they oh. were in like a comedy group together and they did online videos. And I was like, mm-hmm. who's that? I like him. Um, and then I went to Brooklyn to visit Raphael and I hooked up with his roommate. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we stayed in touch. And then six months later, I moved to New York. To pursue that relationship. Really? You moved to New York. Wait, where were you living? I was in L.A. Oh. How long were you in L.A.? I was in L.A. for like eight years because I went here for college. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I moved to New York in 2009. And I said it was like to get into like the comics community and uh-huh. focus on my comics because I quit my job here. And I was like, I'm going to do comics full time. And there's so many cool cartoonists my age in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I want to be friends with them. Um, but it was pretty much for the guy. <laughs> <laughs> You're like Felicity. <laughs> I've never seen Felicity. Oh, uh, well, Felicity chooses a college based on, I think, Scott Speedman. Oh. If I'm wrong, correct me. You can email me at baconcansave at gmail.com. I'm constantly wrong, so correct me. <laughs> but I think that's like the whole premise of the show that she like follows this man to NYU. I didn't want to admit that's what I was doing, but mm-hmm. I mean, I had been online dating for years and it was rough. In 2008, you were online dating? I was, yeah. I was, I online dated. Throughout college, um, in the early you were like 2000s. on the front of the online dating wave. Yeah, I was on like OK Cupid mm-hmm. um, that I found on the Onion, and like uh, you found OK Cupid on the Onion, or maybe it was Nerve. Was that what it was? Yeah, I, Nerve is a thing. I think that was a dating site. It's not like a thing anymore. I don't no. think. But I was like, I was like the featured profile one day, and I was so embarrassed. Um, yeah, it was rough. I. <laughs> can imagine because I'm currently doing it. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, <laughs> I was a timeout New York single one year. <gasps> Ooh, that's exciting. <laughs> I got to go to a photo shoot and not one person contacted me. <laughs> I always wondered if those led to anything. Uh, Maybe everyone just assumes those people are like, they. it's like, oh, they've made it now. They're maybe, not going to want to date me. But I truly was like, this is it. Everyone reads Time Out New York. Yeah. Everyone has a subscription that they don't pay for, but it comes to their house. (laughs) I will find somebody. And truly, I think I got maybe zero or one response. Oh, my God. But also, I was doing it wrong. I had blue contacts. I don't know. (laughs) There was a long time in my life where I was like, blue Hey, don't blue, blame, don't blame blue, yourself. Come on. I mean, it's, it's they interesting. Look natural. <laughs> so, do you? Okay, in two thousand eight, you're on the forefront of the dating apocalypse that is called online dating. Oh yeah. Um, did you ever meet anybody good? Um, I did date one guy for like four months. Okay. I don't think he was great. He was nice. Mm-hmm. He was very boring. Mm. Um, and he kind of made me feel sad. And and he just didn't like understand the drawing thing. Like I'd want to go draw and he'd be like, why? Just spend time with me. And I'm like, I'm busy. I have interests that don't involve you. <laughs> that is interesting because I feel like for non-creative people, they're like, well, why do you have to go do this creative thing? Yeah. Why like, do you have to go? Why do you have to be alone when you draw? I can't just stare at you. And it's I know, like, like that's the most important thing to me. Yeah, I think that's why I like Adam is that he understands that it's like mm-hmm. his career is always gonna be very important to him. Mm-hmm. So we can leave each other the fuck alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, having time apart, I think, is important. I mean, I don't know. It seems to be important because I know in my friendships, I I spend a lot of time with Sashir. And I know that our time apart is just as important as our time together. Yeah. Uh, and it was a very you can miss hard... each other. Yes. You miss <laughs> each other. So when you finally get to see them, you're like, yay. Yeah. And I make her do this thing before we see each other. I call them friendship fasts. <laughs> Where I won't let her text me for a full day before I see her. 
<laughs> and the first time I did it, I think I had just moved to LA and I was we had been talking every day and I was so nervous. I was like, we won't have anything to talk about. We've talked it all out. <laughs> and she was like, we can hang out all day then talk on the phone. What makes you think we're going to run out of things to talk about? And I was like, I don't know, but stop answering. Friendship fast. <laughs> have you ever run out of things to talk about? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no, because if there's like silence or we're watching something... Something that happens, we'll talk about that. Or something like on our phones, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just an insane thought that I have that I'm like, one day we're going to look at each other and say, why? I kind of worry about that in my relationship, but it hasn't happened yet. So I mean, 10 years is a great run. Yeah. But imagine waking up looking (laughs) at Adam in the morning and being like, I don't know. I don't know. I have nothing more to say to you. (laughs) And he was like, me either. I guess we sit in silence forever. (laughs) I guess then we would just amicably break up. Yeah. It'd be very polite. I do think you'd have a very polite breakup. I think so, I think too. You're like, There'd be like a handshake <laughs> involved. <laughs> you are a very polite couple. I think that's how I describe you. Just like two of the nicest people. Yeah. There have been times where I've like kind of screamed and like, I don't know, wanted to throw a tantrum. But he's like so reasonable. Mm-hmm. He kind of doesn't let me be that way. That's I'm, nice. I'm like a door slammer. <laughs> I'm a, I freak out. Yeah. I am constantly like mom but what about this am i enough do you like me Ah!" i love that i've always wanted to have like an argument where i light all his clothes on fire and like throw him out a window but Mm -hmm. we're just not that kind of couple (laughs) i feel like you're not that kind of person if i if like i heard that you did that i'd be like lisa are you okay really (laughs) i mean i guess i reach out and say hello friend are you okay it'd be kind of exciting though too i had a date with a very boring man who, in his pictures, it could have gone either way. So I've been, like, trying very hard not to judge books by the cover because men seem to be very bad at taking pictures. They're bad, yeah. They're bad at, like, messaging, too. Yes. I I used to, like, put a lot on how good they were at messaging and Mm -hmm. how clever they were. And I think that doesn't matter at all. I don't think it matters either. Like at all. Like nope. like Adam's not like a great texter or whatever. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Does he text you back though? Yeah. Okay. I used to hate men who used emojis. And he just oh. uses emojis. He just like puts like a smiley and he's so sweet when he texts. And, like, and I'm like, oh, it's fine actually. <laughs> I like an emoji because an emoji means you're taking an extra step to convey something to me. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I like emojis. I think I didn't like how uh, I think I liked more mysterious kind Mm. of things. But then I realized that men who are really great at texting like flirty things and are mysterious are assholes. (laughs) They're assholes and they're doing it to everybody they're speaking to. You're not special. That's how they that's how they're texting the world. They're being. Yeah, they're probably reusing jokes. The best one that I dated, who was like the best at that, mm-hmm. after dating him for a month, it turned out he had a girlfriend. <gasps> oh, and I'm like, you, no. you couldn't have told me that. Yes, I wish people were more upfront. Just tell me upfront. Like, if you have a girlfriend and you 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 want a side piece, like, let me know so I could make the choice. Yeah, to be a side. And piece. by the way, saying like I want to take things slow does not communicate that no. you have a girlfriend. No, not at all. That just you're. You're truly just dangling a piece of meat in front of me saying, you can have it. And we're just going to like walk very slowly to it. Uh, He was such a dangler. uh, (laughs) 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 He had his cock at the end of a stick. (laughs) Truly, that's what it's like. It's like the prize is his dick and he's just dangling Uh, it. Uh, But this guy I went out with was so boring. And we were in a bar and he was speaking so quietly I kept going, what? <laughs> what? And he would repeat it like almost softer. And I was like, am I being pranked? So then I finally just started going, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. And I don't know what he ever said. And then I drank so much because I was trying to make him interesting. Yeah. I was like, I'll get drunk and I'll find him funny. But then it's like I got drunker and understood him even less. <laughs> And then I was, at one point, I like went to the bathroom. I was like, what are you doing? you got to get out of here. <laughs> so then I went back to our seat, and I was like, hey, um, I think I have, an early, I have an early morning, and I may have like had one drink too many, so I should go home. And he's like, okay, well, you bought the last round, uh, the next. And I was like, I, did he ask me out again? 
I don't know. All I heard was like next and round and I bought. So then I was just like, I'm getting in a lift. And he was like, okay. And then he followed me out and I was like, oh, is he getting in my lift? No. And then I was like, I'm looking for a Nissan. And he's like, oh, okay, me too. And I was like, wait, is he going home with me? And he's like, oh, there's mine. And I was like, oh, no. (laughs) Oh, thank God. So just leaving. Oh, thank God. Uh, Yeah. And then he said he was a DJ. And I was very confused because you you work in loud music. Why do you whisper? He lets the music speak for him. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. God, I oh. hated dating because it felt like just spinning plates to amuse myself. Yeah. For the most part. You spend a lot of time being like, this person's boring, so I'll do this to make it more interesting. Yeah. Like, I not it. to sound like a total misanthrope, but like most people are very boring and not very smart. <laughs> I I don't think that makes you sound like anything other than a person who understands the world. Yeah. Everyone is kind of boring. Yeah. I matched with this guy who, so I'll show you, but in my profile, I'm holding a big old uh, dildo. Mm-hmm. Um, Can't and wait to see. Said, I've heard so much about this picture. <laughs> it's a fun one. <laughs> he said... So he, this is on Hinge, he liked it, and then he said, what did Barney do to you? So I said, what? He said, either that's way more dinosaur than man, or you're going to be horribly disappointed. I think we both know it's the latter. So I said, I love how men are so insecure about their dick size, like right off the bat. It's sad. And he goes, (laughs) you're not wrong. In all honesty, I was more insecure about making you laugh slash thinking I was interesting. Confidence isn't high right now as I'm recently out of a two and a half year relationship. Instead, I face planted on a terrible joke. I'm sorry. Then I said, geez, (laughs) no, I was too harsh. Then he goes, no, it was fair, especially in the context of the onslaught of assholes that preceded me slash my comment. (laughs) I was like, well, friend, we got off to a terrible start. Then he said, what are you talking about? You learned I can admit when I'm wrong and be vulnerable, and I learned you're willing to see where someone else is coming from, and you won't stand for BS. Plus, you must think I'm a little cute. And I was like, this is, you got so much out of that exchange. (laughs) It feels so performative. Like, he's trying so hard to show you he's not like everyone else. Yes. I don't know if I trust it. I don't trust him at all. And I, it went on for a little bit. But he's like, he's kind of hitting all the right notes in a way that's a little creepy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like, someone is coaching him through this exchange. Yeah. And then he, like, asked me what I was into. And then I, like... Talked for a little bit, and then I was like, I can't just text this person paragraphs on paragraphs on paragraphs. Yeah, like, go out if you're gonna. Yeah, like, if you are interested in me, go out with me. Because we had, like, several exchanges over, like, four or five days. And I was like, yes. Shit, get off Like, seven days. Yeah. Shit in me or get. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Put your ass up to my my ass. And shit in my ass. That's what I like to do on a first date to see. Yeah. I'd like to do a poop transplant to yes. see if your poop makes me feel good. To see if you're down to get to down to clown. <laughs> yeah, I keep having these exchanges with people where they're just it's strange. I'll read you another one. Okay, this one was on Tinder. Also, I put up a new Tinder picture and it's been getting a lot of traction. Ooh. Uh, it's just because my big old butt's out. Mm. Okay, so this man said, so I cannot say, so I can't not say hello, even though we matched on OkCupid months ago, and I embarrassed myself by not specifically knowing what a period is. <laughs> and I don't remember our conversation. Wait, a period? Yeah, I guess he didn't know, a pe- like, a lady's period. Okay. Which is strange. Not great. <laughs> and not okay, because he's a grown man. And <laughs> since then, I've become a fan of your podcast Oh, and also have dreams, but not that much money and a tiny little dick that looks very funny on my big, hairy body. Uh. What up? What up? So I said, this is a lot of information. This is not going to work. <laughs> oh, he said, yeah, that's true. I guess I could have just started with what up? What up? I said, yep. <laughs> then he said, sorry to bother you. Maybe I'll learn from this and not open with my lack of ambition and silly little penis. Next time I try to chat somebody up, I said, can I read this on my podcast? <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, also, do you want to get a drink? I'm out of town till the 11th. Because I was like, oh, it's nice. I don't know. 
you listen to my podcast, you like me, you swung, why yeah, not? Why the not? worst thing that happens is, you know, maybe we don't get along. And he was like, uh, sure. Also, yes. And then he said, assuming you... <laughs> Assuming you mean after the 11th, to reiterate, I cannot afford to meet anywhere out of town. Uh, and I was like, yeah, after the 11th when I'm back, he's like, I know I just made a dumb joke. And I was like, why won't you learn from you? <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be like, worse in person. already cleared this up. Why did you make a joke about not having money again? Are you going to go out? <clears throat> well, I didn't text him when I got back on the 11th. Um, I mean, maybe it's good to know this stuff up front. He is a tiny little dick that's very silly. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's not what you're looking for. I mean, it. I, <laughs> I I myself don't care about size, but perhaps you do. And that's that's okay. I do care about size-ish. <laughs> but if I like meet someone and they're like sweet and they make if they're me perfect, feel good. Other yeah, than that, yeah. And it's like we can go shopping for a bigger you dick. You can use that big old dildo in or, that photo. Yes, yeah. or anything. <laughs> I joke a lot about how like... Size matters a lot. And it's like in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't. Nah. It's mostly a joke. Um, but I think men really can't get past that being a joke. Yeah. You know, when they're like, oh, she said she wants a big one. I don't have a big one. I, I got to just say it out loud that I don't have a big one. Men get and, scary with that stuff. Like, yes. didn't the Golden State Killer have a tiny little penis? It's oh, like, yeah, things probably start with that. And then he just kind of spun out. No, I have no idea. He's like, I got a little dick and I got to start murdering. It's hard not to connect those things. I mean, I don't think you're not wrong. Wait, Lisa, we got to take a break. Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Spring is the best time to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards whatever you're looking for. Okay, Peloton can accommodate your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Even if you only have five minutes, there's a class to get your body moving. And I have to stress how important that is. Five minutes is better than no minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and mood. Move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. So you can just jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day because that's what it is, a journey. And listen, Peloton has everything you need to get to where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, uh, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton is something for you. Ooh, the Peloton classes I like to do are strength training. I also like the yoga because um, I'm always trying to get more flexible um, because I love doing splits because I'm slutty. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Okay. Hey. 
Did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. Ooh, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> I love your abrupt breaks. <laughs> they just come out of nowhere. That's <laughs> shocking every time. I've never done that. <laughs> oh, we're having fun. Okay, Lisa, tell me about your worst dating experience. Um, My worst. That is hard to say because there have been so many bad ones. There was one guy... Oh, God. I just I feel bad. But he I went on a date with him because he said he was like a puppeteer. And I was like, that seems cool. Mm -hmm. And then when we went on a date, I was like, that is not cool. That's creepy. And he was really, really short. He lied about his height. Oh, no. I don't mind short guys. I think they I've had crushes on short guys. Mm -hmm. It's fine. But don't lie. Yeah. That's weird. What else are you going to lie about? Yeah. And then he had tiny, tiny little brown teeth. Oh, no. And he was a puppeteer. I was just like. Oh, he was like a puppet himself. Yeah, <laughs> he went on a date with a puppet. <laughs> I didn't fuck him. Um, <laughs> Good. I don't think you could fuck anybody with little brown teeth. I couldn't. Do they look like little brown uh, brown sugar cubes? <laughs> tiny, tiny little chicklets. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, a puppeteer. Honestly, I understand why you went out with a puppeteer. I just thought, oh, he's creative. He'll yes. understand because it was so hard mm -hmm. to find a guy who understood what I do and like wasn't weird about me having my own little interests and hobbies mm -hmm. that don't have anything to do with him. Mm -hmm. Guys are weird about that sometimes. Ugh. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't really dated too many normies. People who civilians, civilian. It is funny that we call them civilians. It's very funny, just like normal people. Um, but the more I do date them, I'm like, but like, what do you do? <laughs> like, yeah. What, what else? What do you do? What do you do when you go home at night? Yeah. And then I like do a lot of things, and I think it's overwhelming for some. Like this one dude, um, we matched on on an app. And we were talking, and then he's like, when are you free? And I was like, this week I only have Tuesday. And he's like, ah, oh, I work on Tuesdays. And I was like, okay, I'm truly not free, honestly, until December 3rd. Mm -hmm. And he was like, wow. And I was like, yeah, I'm, that's, yeah. that's it. Like, that's my, my schedule's really, really wild right now. Uh, like, every weekend this month I've been out of town, which is a little taxing. <laughs> but... It's been really exhilarating. Um, yeah. I've gotten to do my hour in front of people who like are happy to come to shows. Yeah, because <laughs> for a while I'd be at clubs and it'd be people who'd be like, "I don't know, let's go see a comedian this weekend." Oh, right. And they like didn't know who I was, and I think I usually have like a gay opener or a female opener. And I think when they sit and they're like, ugh, a white gay man, I can deal with this. No, this black lady's talking. She's talking too much about her pussy. And she's, and she's, she's very liberal. I don't like this. And I get like a lot of people who like get uncomfortable and heckle. Mm -hmm. and, but now, now things are good. I had two people great are coming weekends. to see you. 
Yes. Yes. I was just at, uh, in D.C. and that was really great. And then I was in Vermont and that was great. Except for one show in Vermont, it had snowed. And I think nobody had left their house. So everyone started drinking early. Oh, no. Because several people just dropped glasses. Like, glasses were breaking everywhere. <laughs> and then somebody tore down the partition between the urinals and the men's room. And then someone, like, passed out in the bathroom. And I was like, Vermont is wild. <laughs> but I had a great time. How was your um how was your Thanksgiving? I'm going to ask everybody. My Thanksgiving? Yeah. It was good. I stayed in LA. <laughs> Why did you you said it's such you a, were like what Thanksgiving? What do you what do you mean? <laughs> what did you hear? Well, well I, I didn't do anything on Thanksgiving. Um I ate. I did I did nothing. Why am I acting like I murdered someone? Um no, I just stayed in town and I like went out to Chinese food with my brother. Oh, that's nice. It was very chill. Oh, your brother lives out here? Yeah. Oh, how old is he? He's four years older than me. Is he single? No, he's not. Oh. <laughs> I'm always trying to get into friends' families. <laughs> oh my god! I I'm mean, like, uh, you uh, can I have your brother. I love his girlfriend so much, but if you were killer, like my sister-in-law, <laughs> that would be amazing. We would have the most fun together. <laughs> okay, so ten years. Yeah. Um. Thank God. I hope I'm never single again. It's honestly, it's a journey that I wish on nobody. <laughs> it was so hard for me to find guys who would even date me. Really? Yes. I, I mean, I think God. that's so weird. And they just, I got friend zoned so much. Like, got, and I just, oh. like, I couldn't find anyone who wanted to fuck me. It was crazy. <laughs> I had like a seven year dry spell. Like, I just. <gasps> Seven years. Like I would go on dates, but they just never really went anywhere. Mm -hmm. Like, like I just didn't have a boyfriend for that long. Um, oh, so you didn't have a boyfriend? No, I had I had sex a little bit, okay. but it was always crazy. <laughs> How so? <laughs> there, was, there was one guy. Uh, he was actually really nice. I met him at a party. I was going upstairs, and he was coming down, and we mm -hmm. got in each other's way. And then we were like, ha, ha, ha. I was like, oh, this is cute. Mm -hmm. And then we were having sex, and he had a panic attack, and he just started sweating so much oh. that it was like water was just pouring oh. onto me. And he said it was because he was sad about his ex-girlfriend. Oh, no. And then we tried again, and the same thing happened, and it was just like, oh, oh. No. That, man, <laughs> I'm so sad that happened to you. I, <laughs> I can't imagine a man giving me a body shower and saying... Of his own sweat. Of his own sweat, saying, <laughs> I'm sad about my ex-girlfriend. I'm so sad Jenny dumped me. I'm like, well, I'm... Oh, he said her name? Yes. <laughs> oh. And then I saw his apartment, and it just looked like a hurricane had like hit it. It was just oh. everything, mattress on the floor, just stuff all over. Like The worst is when you go to a man's house, and the mattress is like on the floor, and they don't have furniture. Yeah. And, and like just, there's a big bottle of lotion next to the bed. Yes. It's like, you went out with me. You didn't think that maybe I'd come back here. Yeah. You could at least pretend that you have your shit together. Your weird, stinky man cave Ugh. where you masturbate a lot. Ugh. I mean, it's fine. That's fine. But I just mean, clean also, it up a little. I can't talk. My room is uh, despicable right now. <laughs> but it's specifically because I keep going in and out of town. I'm tired. <laughs> You're busy. I am. I am a little busy beaver. But hopefully <laughs> December's a little less busy. Can I ask you a question about animation? Animation yeah. takes a very long time, yes? Yeah, it does. Do you draw everything? How does that no. work? <laughs> I'm not an animator. I just, uh, I help design stuff. So I'm like, mm -hmm. it should look like this and it should be this color. And then the animators take it and they make it move. And that takes way more work. Mm. That's wild. Yeah. And then we do retakes, which is when you get the animation back and you're like, that looks weird. Do it again. And then they oh. redo it. It takes a long time. That's wild. Did you always know that you wanted to do cartoons? No. You were doing comic books first. Yeah. And then for a while, I thought I'd be like a photographer or like oh. a painter in galleries, but that didn't really work out. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I kind of just fell into it. Being a painter who sells paintings, to me, I'm like, how? Yeah. How do you make a living from that? I'll tell you, paintings are expensive. They're really expensive. I got an interior decorator because I'm tired of living in an empty house. 
I did okay this year, so I was like, okay, Nicole, you can spend the money to decorate your house because I am your house is amazing, crazy with money. Thank you. Uh, you have to come back over when it gets warm, yes. or when I get a table, and we can have a dinner party. Yes. Um. But uh, she had sent me this painting that I loved, and I don't get prices when she uh, picks out things, uh-huh. so I'll just get a board, and I'll go, oh, I like this, I don't like this, and then she sent me this one painting that I love because I said I wanted black art, Yeah, and she found this beautiful painting of this black woman with these colors, and it's rich, and it's gorgeous, and then I get the proposal, and it was $4,000. Oh, $4,000 for the Yes! Painting? That's not that much. Are Really? That's nothing. That Am is I absolutely a, I'm a painting nothing. novice? I thought you were going to say 40,000. 40? <laughs> like there I've tried to buy I was trying to look up like how much photographs cost uh-huh. from like a well-known photographer and it's like $25,000 for a photograph what? which you can reproduce. But I guess what? they're like a limited edition. A painting like that 4,000 is not much. I had no idea. Yeah. Artwork is really expensive. That's- crazy to me. I don't sell things for that much, but I sell paintings for over 2000 sometimes. <gasps> oh. Yeah, well, I guess I guess it if I'm is l- on a on a good time, day. <laughs> it's your effort. Yeah, it takes a lot of time. Yeah, I mean, I guess you know what? It's the same thing as doing like a stand-up show. You want to make your guarantee mm-hmm. and then if you sell out, you get your bonuses or whatever. But I a good painting will take like a week to make at least. And it was a really cute painting. I just can't fathom <laughs> walking past it and being like, "That is four thousand dollars." Yeah, and I can't use it for anything. Art collecting is really bougie. Yeah, for, maybe it's I'll like get re- into that when I have money to buy. It's very much a luxury purchase. Yeah, but for right now, I was like, table, chairs, yeah. these things I need. <laughs> yeah, can you get like a grand piano? Because that'll class up the joint. I like, do want to. Baby, I want a purple baby grand piano. Oh fuck yeah, get it. And I think <laughs> that'll, that'll cost be, like forty thousand dollars. It'll be so much money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh, when I get a job next year, <laughs> a steady series regularly job. That's my, I think, my gift to myself. Fuck a yeah, baby, a purple baby grand piano with like the prince symbol on it. <laughs> yeah, imagine I just get Prince's piano. <laughs> I mean, that would be wild. Yeah. Hold on. I'm going to read you some more. Actually, I'm going to have you go through my Tinder. Let's see. I'm excited to finally see some of these pictures I've heard described on the podcast. And everyone will be happy to know. Oh, I stopped doing it because I wasn't changing it as often. And people were like, it's getting stagnant. (laughs) (laughs) It's the best part of the podcast where you just describe (laughs) images. Uh, This is cute. You're crouched next to like a Barbie car. Mm -hmm. That's great. You look fun. Thank you. That was my green room of a show. You look sassy. Okay, here you've got a great wig. Oh, (laughs) there's a dildo. (laughs) Yeah, baby. This picture's cute. Thank you. Do are men like upset by this or are they okay with it? Um some men well, the best messages I get are your shirt is looking at what's in your hand. And it looks excited or whatever. And then I always respond with, yeah, it's a monster shirt looking at a monster dick. And they go, oh, okay. And then we move on. <laughs> it looks like the dick belongs to the shirt somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that's my dick. That's my dick. And it's right by my face. Or like, this is my dinner. <laughs> uh, but like when men harp on it, like that dude who like kept saying he had a tiny dick. Uh, yeah, it's like, okay, let's, let's move on. If you can't get past it, then I don't think I can go out with you. Yeah. That's like my barometer. And that's why after, I think I've done 50 episodes of this podcast and most people are like, take it down. I'm like, I don't think I can because it's a good barometer. Yeah. I mean, I almost would just because it might turn someone off at the first, Mm, but, but then it's like, why? If they can't, then I don't want to. We would want to be with that person. If, if, like, my big old dildo turns you off, like, buckle the fuck up if you ever come to a show. (laughs) Like, you're going to be so upset by everything I do. Yeah. I mean, it's like relationships involve compromise and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But you shouldn't have to change yourself or, like, tamp down on your own personality. I can't can't do it anymore. I got to be me. Oh, you're very cute in this next picture. You look Thank like you. A little, you look like a present. You've got a Thank white you. bow in your hair. Mm-hmm. This one's very festive, and a tiger on your shirt. 
Mm-hmm. The next one, you have a fun drink. Yes, yes, yes. So everyone knows I drank and I like to have fun. <laughs> Very cute. Nice makeup. Ooh, this one. I can see your butt. <laughs> yes, I'm on all fours on a bed in a sex shop. <laughs> this one, you're climbing a bookcase. Oh, that one. Oops. You haven't gotten to the other one where I'm bent over yet. This well, is hot. The bookcase one was for... Just so you could see the body, yaddy, yaddy. Yeah, yeah. I never want to meet somebody and have them look disappointed when I walk in the room and they're like, oh, she's bigger than I thought. Yeah. So it's like, this is all out there. This is it. That, uh, yeah, I used to be bigger uh, back about like 10 years ago. And that happened to me once on a date where a guy like kind of looked down and mm-hmm. was disappointed. And it was the worst feeling. Yeah. It's just like, you feel fuck like you. shit. Fuck you. So it's just like, put it out there. You can't, you, you can't make me feel bad about me if I've already shown you what I look like. Plus you look hot. Thank you. This one's one with your dog. Oh, Clyde! He'll eat your face and then ask to be your friend. Hey, I've met Clyde. He's very cute. Oh, here's the one where you're on all fours with the stripey shirt. Yes, the picture's getting a lot of traction. Your butt looks great in it. Thank you. My My butt is maybe my favorite body part. That's good. I have mixed feelings about my butt. It's good to like... You got a good butt. Thank you. Mm Mm-hmm. I okay. Here's the thing: when I go to the gym, I you know you look around because you're like I don't want to be here, and <laughs> I'll like I'll just I'm like, in hell. I truly I'm in hell. I need something to get through this. Ooh, a person. Okay, they have a nice butt. I think my general consensus is most people have nice butts. Yeah, I love butts. Every now and again, you'll be like, hmm, that's an inverted butt. <laughs> that's a weird butt. But for the most part, butts are good and butts are nice. I like big butts. I do like a big butt. I like drawing them. That's fun. Mm-hmm. I follow this lady on Instagram. Her name is Persian Batty. She may have changed it. I don't know. But she has the biggest butt I've ever seen. <laughs> I gotta and follow Obskis, it's surgically enhanced. <laughs> and sometimes I'm worried that she's gonna like fall <laughs> and like break in half. Oh my god. Because it's so big. <laughs> But yeah, I'll send you uh, I'll <laughs> I gotta follow this butt. I'll send you her uh, her Instagram. I so. feel like a lot of guys like a big butt, and they just like a lot of them are too basic to admit it or something, or like they're worried that they'll their dude friends will be like, "What you like big butts?" Well, that's like I love my curvy wife. Do you remember that man? I feel like I've I mentioned him a couple times. I am obsessed with that. I'm also I'm obsessed with that whole thing. And I then, love to just say it. I love to just say I love my curvy I wife. Love my about curvy wife. About everything. I she wasn't her, even. She wasn't even big. She's maybe a size eight or ten. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I was she had like, just, she just had like perfect curvy like hourglass proportions. Yes, there was nothing. There was nothing. <sighs> fat about her and then just the fact that he called her his curvy wife i love it i love my curvy wife i was talking to adam about it the other day and he was like i think some people were like too hard on him i was like really why he's like well because because some men like don't realize that they can be proud about Mm -hmm. liking larger women and so it was like kind of normalizing that a little bit i was like yeah but but she she wasn't i okay (laughs) If you're going to say, I love my curvy wife, bitch better look like a snowman. Like, I want her to be just like, blah, 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 blah. Like, <laughs> I want her to be big. It, it, the implication was like, I know you think she's disgusting. But, <laughs> just, but like, I like to stick my dick in her and I'm brave. Yeah. I follow her on Instagram or I have like a picture of her saved so I can like go find her easy. And I'm like, what this she all she does is like she models clothes. Yeah. And then she's got like a link to this site where it tells you where to get them. And I'm like, you literally are a size 10. Yeah. And that's not that curvy. No. The average woman is was a 14 and now she's a 16 Mm -hmm. because people be getting bigger in the Midwest. (laughs) (laughs) They are the ones who are, you know, jacking that up. Mm hmm. Uh. Yeah, I just, if my significant other or my partner called me his curvy wife, I would be like, you gotta get a fucking grip. <laughs> like, you can't, don't call See me a your therapist. curvy wife. <laughs> I mean, they both just seem like the corniest people just in the world. Just very corny. 
Um, how do you feel about public declarations of love? Uh, kind of icky, but I think, I mean, Adam and I do it occasionally. Like mm-hmm. on our anniversary, sometimes we'll make like a cheesy Instagram post. Mm-hmm. But I feel like for the most part, I try to keep it private. Mm-hmm. I don't like to do, like we've been asked to do like podcasts together about our relationship. Mm-hmm. And I'm a little like, nah, I don't, I just don't want to jinx it. Yeah, I do feel like it'd be a little jinxy. And then also it's like, what happens if you like uncover something that you don't like about each other during the podcast? Yeah. Or like to go home and talk about it. I know. Uh, I don't I just I don't think we really have many secrets, but yeah, I don't know. I also like wouldn't want to like give relationship advice because I still feel like I don't know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. It's all it's all just a crapshoot. When did you and Adam move in together? Uh, I moved to Brooklyn and he wanted me to move in with him right away. And I was like, no, no, no. That mm-hmm. seems like too big of a step because I just moved to the same city as you. Mm-hmm. So let's just see how it goes. Uh, and then a year later, I moved in with him. Oh, OK. Um, and then when did you decide to be exclusive? Was there a talk or did it just happen? We kind of said, well, Adam was sort of joking, like, you know, the moment you move to Brooklyn, you're my girlfriend, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, OK. So that was pretty much it. Oh, uh. How sweet. Yeah. <laughs> How simple. <laughs> How nice. He did Honestly, He did do this thing. Uh, he's going to hate that I'm talking about this. Right before I was going to move to Brooklyn, mm-hmm. he did this thing for Marie Claire magazine online where he went on a date with another girl and they both live tweeted the date. Oh. And I thought it was really fun and I was watching along and stuff. And then at some point they were like, okay, logging off now. Mm-hmm. And then I like texted him like, haha, how's it going? And I didn't get a response back. And it was because they were making out. Oh, no. And I lost my mind. I was like, you are like, because he was going to fly to San Francisco and then we were going to uh-huh. drive across the country together when I moved to Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you're coming here in three days. You're going to be my boyfriend or whatever. And you're just you just want to have your cake and eat it, too. And you're <laughs> selfish. And he was like, oh, my God, you're right. Uh. And yeah. he was like so apologetic that I think it kind of helped like be like, you're never doing this to me ever again. <laughs> Interesting, specifically because I don't fault him. No, because I didn't say I. I totally, I totally encouraged him to do this thing. Yeah, I was like, it, yeah, it's fun, it's cute, whatever. I would have done the same thing. Yeah, and then and I was trying to be a cool girl too, like whatever. Uh, yeah, we're not yeah. dating yet. Have fun. Yeah. And then as soon as it uh-huh. happened, I was like, no. <laughs> it is so hard to remain chill. But um, I don't think I'm a polyamorous type person. I don't think I am either. But then also maybe it's a very hard thing that I'm trying to deal with. But I would I would have done the same thing you did. Encouraged yeah. him to do it. Yeah. And then when he made out with the person, been very upset. Yeah. But then had to be like, well, I encourage you to do that. You were also live tweeting a date, which uh, being on a date, if it, if it goes well, you already have like endorphins and you're like on a little bit of a high. Totally. So then you're also live tweeting it, which like adds to it. And you're like, There's like a performative. Cool. Yeah, yeah totally. So like, of course, we're going to make out. Absolutely. And then of course, you're going to be like, nah. Yeah. Wait, what about me? <laughs> what, what about me? I want it. Make out with me. I almost called the whole thing off like, fuck it. We're not going to date. This is mm-hmm. terrible. And then I actually like talked to my mom about it. And she was like, just tell him how you feel. Mm-hmm. And I did. And it was fine. Isn't that insane? <laughs> just communicate. <laughs> if you just tell someone how you feel, 90% of the time, it is fine. It's fine. And they're like, oh, okay, I won't do that again. I won't do that. I'm I won't sorry, hurt you on I purpose. Will, I'll do what you asked me to do. It's it's insane. <sighs> it's it's like the biggest lesson I had to learn like mm-hmm. while dating. Because Adam was already good at that. And I was, mm-hmm. sucked at it. So he kind of taught me. I'm not the greatest communicator until it boils to a point where I'm like, ah! yeah, I'm I'm real quiet <laughs> until mm-hmm. I explode. It's not great. Except I ran into this guy that I was I mentioned it in an earlier episode. I ran into this guy that I had been on like a couple dates with and then I ran into him on another date with somebody else. And at the time I was like, I hate this. It's right in front of me. Wait, was it that guy who like kind of ghosted you? No. no, Okay. This is a different guy. (laughs) Um, I'm always getting ghosted. But um, no. So we. Gotta stop dating ghosts. I know, but it's so hard. (laughs) Casper's so hot. They're so hot. I love a good ghost. I love how cold they are. (laughs) 
<laughs> Did they come in me or not? I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> It'll be fun to find later. <laughs> so I ran into him, was like pretty chill in the moment, and then got a little upset. But then I was like, but I'm also dating other people, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I sent him a very calm adult text message the next day when I had actually thought about it uh-huh. and was like, it's okay. We're both dating other people. I'm still down to go out if you're still down to go out. And he was just like, I know it's a bad look. Uh, I apologize for that. I would love to go out with you again. Uh, You beat me to it. But yeah, it's great. And I was like, okay. We had a very adult response to what happened. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, in the moment, if I had texted him like the night of, it would have been something crazy. (laughs) It would have been nuts. How dare you? And it's just like, you... You know. Yeah. You know, like, you haven't had any sort of discussion about anything. Also, it's fine. Yeah. You're okay. Yeah. It's been a a real learning experience. And I think talking about it, as much as I have been talking about it, has been very helpful. Oh, this podcast has been therapeutic for you? Kind of. Because then I'll, like, bring things up with my therapist, and she'll be like, okay, let's (laughs) unpack that. And I'm like, all right, Mary. Uh... (laughs) But like also just hearing other people being like, oh, I had the same reaction as you to that. Or mm-hmm. like, I don't think that reaction's uh, abnormal. Is like, ah, okay. Yeah. We're all in this together. We're not all, I'm not crazy. Yeah. You're not crazy. <sighs> Lisa, thank you. <laughs> Sometimes I feel insane. <laughs> um, How, let's see. How many long-term relationships have you been in? Uh, I had a high school boyfriend that was like on and off for years. Mm-hmm. He was an asshole. And he was like, yeah, he was just nuts. Um, he did not treat me very well, but that's okay. Uh, I learned a lot. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then that's pretty much it. Oh. Like, like the only, the longest one aside from him and Adam was like four months. Mm. I'm always confused as to how serial monogamists can be serial like I've got a couple of friends who've gone out of relationships and within like what seems like weeks or a month yeah they're already like in a full-blown relationship with someone that they're saying I love you to that's crazy and I'm like how how are you doing this one how are you finding these men to trick (laughs) two how have you opened your heart so quickly yeah Maybe they just hate being alone. Maybe. And I don't hate being alone. I kind of love it. I like being alone. I like having my time to myself. I definitely get lonely, but it feels Mm kind of fun to get lonely. Like to just kind of sit in a room and Mm -hmm. work on art or whatever. I get lonely when I'm on the road. Oh, yeah. Because you're like, truly, I don't know a soul. I don't know how people move to new cities. Yeah. Like, that's very scary. Yeah. But then I guess you have a job and then you can make friends with your coworkers. But coworkers. Yeah. Aren't fun sometimes. Sometimes not. I've, I used to work at this store called Lane Bryant and all I've heard the of girls it. there, <laughs> they like, they call me weird. <laughs> They're like, oh, Nicole's so weird. And I just kept trying so hard to make them my friends and they were just like, we don't want it. <laughs> Why? Because you were funnier than they were? Well, because they played the same CD every day with like 11 or 12 songs, maybe 20 songs. So like if you worked an eight hour shift, it would re- it would repeat itself. Wow. Hellish. Yes. So there was this one song that came on. It was Scissor Sisters, Don't Feel Like Dancing. <laughs> so I would drop whatever I was doing and I would dance. I would dance in the aisles and I would just dance. And all the girls were like... Ugh. She's so weird. What? You're fun. And then after like a like a month, because we would have the CD for like three months. Mm-hmm. After like a couple months, the CD changed and I picked a new song to dance to. They would start <laughs> dancing. Uh-huh. And they'd be like, this is fun. And I was like, yeah. Duh. Yeah. God. Why couldn't you like just jo- like just join in? Have I, a time. I can't handle people who don't want to like play the game with you, you know, that like Yes. Yes and me. No, just kidding. <laughs> I mean, but yes, Andre. I don't, I don't like feeling like I'm up on a stage, like just trying to like entertain, mm-hmm. and people are just watching me. Like, yes, just come up on with me. Like, I don't know. It is I'm not so... even that outgoing, but just I be life is stupid and weird and funny, right? Like, just have a good time. Yeah. Sometimes I'll dance in Target. <laughs> 
Sometimes I'll put on a hot dog costume and Target and dance around. (laughs) (laughs) Why the fuck not? I just like to giggle. I feel like life is so long. It's so long. That like we should spend as much time giggling and tee-hee-heeing as possible. I agree. But that's just me. We've come almost to the end. Lisa. Yes. Would you date me? Um, no, because I'm in a relationship and I think I'm mostly straight, but, um, but yeah, if I was single, I'd give it a go. Why not? Yay! (laughs) That's what I like. Uh, I always like a no that then turns into a yes. (laughs) just said no flat with no explanation. (laughs) Absolutely not. No. I'm waiting for someone to just go, no. No. And then never say another (laughs) word. And then I go, okay, I guess we're at the end. Um, (laughs) Well, uh, that was fun. Lisa, do you have anything you want to? I just think you're a glittering gem and so unique. and. I just, I hope you meet a guy who even, like, remotely deserves you. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Not to, like, stick my tongue all the way up your ass, but um, you're just great. I like your tongue right in my ass. (laughs) It makes me feel good. I've never eaten ass before. You've never? No. Should I try it? Yes. (laughs) Wait. You've never eaten Adam's butt? No. In 10 years? No. And he's never asked? (laughs) Has he eaten your butt? But you've never eaten his butt? (laughs) You should eat his butt tonight. Okay. Or just ask. Ask first. He might not want his butt eat, but like he might want his butt eat. I'm sure he'd (laughs) he'd probably be down to try. I think you should eat his butt. He's very open-minded. Here's what you should do. Okay. Okay. Get him right on his back. Yeah. Spread them little leggies. Do you do any prep? Like, what do you... Well, have him, like, wash his butt. Yeah, okay. <laughs> sometimes boys sometimes boys are dirty. I know. Have him wash his butt. Okay. Okay. <laughs> get him on his back. Lay him down. And get to that little butthole. Lick that little butthole and jerk him off. Oh, okay. He'll come real hard. <laughs> or he won't because he's like, I don't like it. Yeah. I don't know. But I... <sighs> I think you got to do it. Okay. Um, sorry, I'm trying to find a dirty thing. Oh, a comment? Because oh, okay. I ask people to send me dirty things. Marissa will edit this out and it will be great. Okay. <laughs> Lisa, do you have anything that you want to promote? Other than that you're going to eat your, your man's butt tonight? I'm going to be eating some butt tonight. So if you all want to <laughs> come watch that. <laughs> we'll be live streaming it imagine tune into periscope we're not very open about our relationship pda but this is the time this is the time where everything changes yeah i love it well here's what you're gonna promote uh Bojack just started streaming again on netflix that's right season season five and then you guys got renewed for season six yeah which is exciting. Working on that now. And then Tuca and Birdie's going to yes. come out next year and Nicole Byer's in it. Yeah, Holy shit. And it's very exciting. Yeah. Honestly, one of the most fun. Just you guys set up a really great environment from like the table Aww. reads to like the actual recordings. That's you've so nice to hear. You've made me sing and you've made me comfortable with oh, my yeah, you sang. singing. You were good. I was so surprised that you said you don't sing because you sounded great. I think you're lying to me, but I'm You're so cute in that musical. It's fantastic. I laugh every time oh, your really? part comes. I'm yeah, so excited it's so to see good. it. I cannot wait. Your scripts were so funny. Oh, thank you. They were thank so you. funny. Thank it was so much fun. <sighs> um, if you like my podcast, please subscribe or follow. I don't know. Uh, figure out how to listen to it and if you send me a nasty little message I will read it Um, this person it was a nice little DM on Instagram said hi Nicole I love you so much I would chop your pussy lips off oh fry (laughs) I'm so shocked already (laughs) fry them with some olive oil and eat them with sweet Thai chili sauce oh my god I That's mean, so specific. it's very specific and also horrific. Um, <laughs> I don't mind that you sent that to me, 
But um, you if you chop my pussy lips off, you're gonna kill me. Like there's I, you don't come back from that. No. All right. Well, thank you, Lisa. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. Ooh, ooh. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at the coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com.